we're going to talk about thankful. You know, that's the title of the message this morning is thankful. And uh, it's kind of a, a little bit of a, a challenge or an encouragement. And for those of you who get the Chisholm newspaper, uh, I write a column once a month as part of the clergy here in town. And so this last Wednesday, uh, it was my rotation to write uh, in the Chisholm newspaper. And actually what I wrote on, the article that I wrote, is actually part of what I'm talking about this morning. So if you read this last week's article, you already have a little idea of what I'm talking about this morning because it's kind of maybe a foreshadowing, you could say, of what I'm talking about this morning. So you already have a little bit of an idea, maybe. But if you don't live in Chisholm or you don't get the Chisholm paper, you're coming into it uh, with no idea, and that's okay. Um, but the idea this morning is Thanksgiving is more than just a Hallmark holiday. Because sometimes, it, I think... We can kind of jump over Thanksgiving. We, we go from Halloween to Christmas, and Thanksgiving can kind of just get missed in the mix of all of it. And we, I want us to take a little bit of time and focus on Thanksgiving and honestly reflect on God and all that we are to be thankful for. But not only what we are to be thankful for, but what God has taught us throughout this year. Each and every year, God teaches us different things. Right? If we look at our lives and we go, okay, you know, for me, I'm 29 years old. And I go, every year of my life is different. Every year of my life is unique. God has taught me something different every year. You know? And so, the, I, this is a perfect time. It's almost the end of the year. And go, you know what? If I look back at the year 2018, what has God taught me this year? What have I learned this year? What, what unique experiences has has God brought me through this year? Or, you know, kind of what has this season of life been like this year? You know, for example, this year for, for Pastor Laura and I, we've become parents. So this year has been chaos. It is, it's been chaos. You know, and I, I look at Ray and Marcy and they're like, you're telling me. Like, you know, we, we adopted our granddaughter. You talk about chaos. Like, it, you know, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's a new season of life and God's been teaching us about being parents. And, and, and it's, it's helped us to learn what the love of a father is like, the love of a parent is like in a new sense. You know, it, it, God shows us what the love of a parent is like, but until I became a parent, sometimes it was hard for me to understand what it meant to love like a parent does. But now that I'm a parent, I have a different understanding of what it means to love like that. So that, that's kind of what we're... I want us to focus on today is how to reflect and thank God for what he's taught us this year, what we've learned this year. But So Thanksgiving is full of awesome traditions, right? We, we think of Thanksgiving, and for many of us, we have different family traditions that are part of Thanksgiving. Some people like to go out, and every Thanksgiving, they, they're part of like a turkey trot. Maybe they do a 5K in the morning or a 10K. They're part of a turkey trot. Some of you are laughing at me. You're like, we don't run. Tim, Tim, Tim started smirking. I'm like, yeah, right. Last thing I'm going to do is get up and do a 5K. And the other Tim is like, yep, give me that turkey trot. You know, I'm going to do a 5K. So we got two different Tims, one that's going to run and one that's like, forget about it. Um, you know, but some people like to do a turkey trot or some type of a run on Thanksgiving. That's how they like to start their Thanksgiving morning. It's part of their tradition. And some do it because it justifies it. They go, if I run Thursday morning, I can eat all the food I want the rest of the day because I ran that morning. So I burned all the calories ahead of time, so then I can eat all the calories that I want later. They justify 
by burning it beforehand so then they could eat what they want. As for me, I ran 30 miles back in May, as all of you guys know. I still have zero desire to run. I'm still burnt out on running. I thought I would take a break for like a month and get back into it. I, now we're, what, six months later and I'm still on a break from running. Um, and I, I don't know when I'm going to start running again. I keep telling myself I will, but I haven't started yet. Um, and then it's Thanksgiving, so what comes next? Football games. My favorite part, one of my favorite parts about Thanksgiving is, is the football games. Some people like to play pickup football games. That's a fun thing some people like to do. They like to go outside and play pickup football games. While others, like myself, we prefer to just sit inside and relax and watch football games. Watch people that know how to play football, like professionals, and watch football games. Like for me, I like to watch the Lions and Cowboys lose every year. They play every year, I like to watch them lose every year. Especially when they happen to be playing the Vikings. It's even more fun. Which this year, the Vikings don't play. But on Sunday, we're going to get to watch them lose to the Packers, which will be that much more sweet. Um, and of course, what do you do when you're watching football? Sorry, Gene, I didn't mean to say that in front of you. That wasn't very nice. But of course, what do you do when you're watching football games? You sit and you snack and you eat. Again, another wonderful thing that you get to do. And of course, what would Thanksgiving be without the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Right? It's not Thanksgiving without the iconic Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You sit down, you get in front of the TV, and you watch all these absurdly expensive, massive floats parade down the road. It's the pinnacle of a Thanksgiving Day celebration, second only to the insanely large amount of food that you eat that day. And by the end of the day, you might begin to put up some Christmas decorations, and you take a nap after you've eaten your second, third, or maybe fourth meal of the day, before you hit up some shops to do some Black Friday shopping, which now takes place on Thursday anymore. And then maybe you find a few quiet moments to take some time to reflect or maybe throw up a prayer for what you're thankful for. And that's because that's what the holiday's named for, right? It's Thanksgiving. So you go, well, I should at least say a prayer for what I'm thankful for. Or I should at least, like, we should take a quick moment and go around the table and say, tell me one thing you're thankful for. Tell me one thing you're thankful for. So at least you can cross it off the list of saying, well, we, we took a moment to say what we're thankful for. And I stand up here and go, I've been just as guilty of that as anybody. Because I love to sit in front of the TV all day and watch football games. And I love to sit and stuff myself with food all day long on Thanksgiving. And do nothing more than just gorge myself. And before you know it, you realize that the day is over and you're going, have I even taken any time to actually talk about what I'm thankful for, or consider what I'm thankful for, or have I even actually even thought about, man, what has God done in my life this year? What am I thankful to God for in my life this year? And so this morning, that's, that's what I'm hoping to do, is, is for each of us to go, you know what, this year, I hope that we can take some time to reflect on Thanksgiving and be thankful to God for what He's done in our lives. 
So while some of us spend more time being thankful on this holiday than others, I feel that our society views this holiday largely as a secular feast, and it's just a stepping stone between Halloween and Christmas. And that's obvious if, if you walk into a store, basically they go from selling Halloween stuff to Christmas stuff. You don't really see them sell a lot of Thanksgiving stuff, like decor and that kind of stuff. You may see a little bit, but they just, they don't really. It basically goes from Halloween to Christmas. So as I said, here's my proposal this year. Let's make Thanksgiving more than just a Hallmark holiday this year. We need to make it a time where we genuinely thank God for what he has done for us and to honor him on that day. So Thanksgiving can be an interesting day for sure. In years where it's been a year of abundance or a good year, it can be a great time of celebration, though often hard to make yourself slow down, right? Because when things are going really well, or it's been a really good year, or you're in a really good season of life, sometimes it's hard to slow down and thank God for what's going on because things are just going so well. But in hard years or in hard seasons of life, Thanksgiving sometimes can almost feel like an insult. Like, wait, you're trying to tell me that I have to give thanks right now? What am I giving thanks for? This is a hard season. This has been a hard year. This has been a difficult time in my life. It can be a blatant reminder of, of, of the tough year that I've been in. And I have to give thanks in this season that I'm in right now? So for all of us, no matter what season you're in, no matter what this year has been like for you, I want to encourage you today with the Turkey Day Challenge. This challenge is meant to help us not gloss over Thanksgiving as just another holiday or a stepping stone between now and Christmas, but rather to use this holiday as a day to give honor and thanks to God. So there's three steps in the challenge that I have for us this morning. The first step is simply this. Take time and reflect. And ask yourself a couple questions. What has your year been like? Are you feeling close to God at this time? Are you feeling far away from God? What has he taught you this year? So just kind of some general questions, some broad questions. How are you feeling? How do you feel in your relationship with God? Do you feel close to God? Do you feel far from God? Do you feel that God, what do you feel God has taught you this year? What do you feel like you've learned this year? And one way that I want you to do that, or a way to do that is specifically, take the first 10 minutes on Thursday when you wake up, Thanksgiving morning, and take some time to reflect and do that. When you get up Thursday morning, take the first 10 minutes and just simply reflect. Think about that. Think about what your year has been like. Where am I at in my relationship with the Lord? What has he taught me? What have I learned this year? How am I feeling right now? And I know for some of us, that's really hard because what do we do when we get up in the morning? First thing we do when we get up in the morning, and, and myself included, I want to reach over and I want to grab that cell phone off of my bedstand, and I want to grab it and I want to look at it and I want to start going, hey, I've got Facebook notifications, I've got text messages from my brothers. I, you know, I, first thing I want to do is I want to grab my cell phone and I want to start catching up on maybe what I missed overnight. That, that's, that's my default when I get up in the morning. So for me, this is going to be a challenge to say, no, I, I don't get to. I don't get to do that. To take 10 minutes 
and say, no, I need to reflect. I need to just think. I need to ponder these questions. So when you wake up on Thanksgiving morning, instead of reaching over and grabbing your phone or whatever it may be for you, whatever that routine might look like for you in the morning, I want to encourage you, take some time and reflect. Think through those questions. Search your heart for how you're feeling in your relationship with God. Take a moment to remember what it means to be thankful in those moments. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say give thanks when things are good. Give thanks when things are bad. Give thanks when things are okay. It says give thanks in all circumstances. That's God's will for us, that we give thanks in all circumstances. The Bible makes it pretty clear that, as I said, it, we're giving thanks on Thanksgiving, whether things are going well or not, no matter where we find ourselves. But if you're like me, I know that can be hard to do. Sometimes it's hard for us to know how we're feeling. Why? Because sometimes we don't even take time to reflect and think about how we're feeling. Or sometimes we're afraid. Because to be honest, we'd rather not know how we're feeling. We'd rather not even want to know. We'd rather just be ignorant or we'd rather just put blinders on and say, you know what, I'm just going to keep plowing through life instead of taking time and reflecting and really thinking about where I'm at right now. And this leads me to my second, the second point or second part of our challenge this morning. And that's to find a psalm that resonates with your heart in the season that you're in. To find a psalm that resonates with your heart in the season that you're in, with the present circumstances that you're in. Because I can tell you that no matter what, how you're feeling, no matter what, what season of life you're in, there's a psalm that matches it. And there's probably multiple psalms that match the season or the circumstance that you find yourself in. And I know that, that some of you may have, have met, spent plenty of time in the Psalms and agree that they're fantastic. Because they're basically, the Psalms are almost like a prayer that's written out to God. And many of them are, that's what they are. They're a plea written out to God. They're a prayer, whether it's King David or one of the other authors, they're, they're a cry written out to God, many of them. And they're honest, they're raw many times. Pastor Tim Keller refers to them as the songs of Jesus. He basically says they're like songs written directly to and about Jesus. Which is really cool when you consider that they're actually written before the time of Jesus. Right? They're written in the Old Testament just before Jesus has even come. So in light of the Psalms, once you've taken time to reflect on where your heart is this Thanksgiving, this sounds funny. For some of you, you're going to laugh about this. Once you take time to reflect and go, you know what, this is where my heart is at. This is, this is where I feel like I'm at right now. I want to encourage you, honestly, take, open up your internet browser and go to Google. And go, a psalm for when you feel blank. A psalm for when you feel sad. A psalm for when you feel depressed. A psalm for when you feel happy. A psalm for when you feel whatever it may be. 
and just see what pops up. I promise you're going to find something. And I want to share with you a couple examples this morning of different psalms that may come up depending what you put up. Maybe you're saying, I feel sad. You're in a difficult season and you're, you're sad depending on what may be going on in your life. A perfect psalm that may match that season will be Psalm 42. It says this, As a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? My tears have been, been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of, the, of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to the God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long. Where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. That's a, a psalm for when you're sad, saying, you know what? There's times in life where things seem downcast, where things seem desperate, where it seems like there's no way out, but it's saying, you know what? Despite what I'm feeling, the psalmist is saying, they're in agony, they're sad. They're downcast. But it's saying, despite that, I will praise him, for he is my Savior and my God. Despite the agony, despite the sadness, for I know this is a season. I know these are, this is, these are circumstances, but they don't define who I am, and they don't define my God. For I will continue to praise him, for I know who he is. You can be honest with God. It's okay in your prayers to be honest with God. It's okay to tell God that you're upset, that you're frustrated, that you're disappointed. There's nothing wrong with being raw and real with God in your prayers. I think sometimes we're afraid that we can offend God. God wants us to be real, genuine, and sincere with him be honest with him and to share from our heart the truth and what we're feeling. We can be honest with him. At the end of the day, we can be thankful because through Jesus, we have a hope that we will again praise him despite our present circumstances. Why? Because God is the victor. Why? Because God is the victor. And we know that the circumstances, we know that the season that we find ourselves in is temporary. But God is the ultimate victor, and we hold on to that truth and know that the day of victory is coming.
Maybe you're sitting here and you're going, I'm kind of just in a place where things are just okay. Like they're, they're average. It's not great. It's, it's not bad. I'm just in the middle of the road. Here, here's a psalm that would fit that. Psalm 63. The title of this, this psalm or that you would find in certain Bibles, it would say, My soul thirsts for you. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and behold your power and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods, and with singing my singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed I will remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night, because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, with them, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. So the psalmist here has experienced a variety of different feelings, such as longing for God and enjoying satisfaction of good food. So as I said, maybe this is where you're at. You're just kind of in the middle. It's been like a so-so year. It's been a neutral year. And, and that's okay. We have those seasons. As I said, every year is different. Some years, that, that's just where it's at. It's like I had my high points and my low points, but it was just, it was, it was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. But in all seasons, again, we can be thankful. We can learn. We can be grateful from them. In this one, you can be thankful that you've experienced that God's love is absolutely better than life, it said. It said God's love is better than life. In all circumstances, you can praise Him. And maybe you've just had the most amazing year. Maybe it's been joyful. And it just, it, it just seemed like a mountaintop experience all year long. Well, here's a psalm for you, Pureful Joy, Psalm 100. His steadfast love endures forever would be the title. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know the Lord as God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. If you're in a season of abundance... This psalm, as I said, may be the one for you. You can sing it to yourself as a way of being joyful before the Lord. Because sometimes, again, we don't always have the words to say, or sometimes we don't know how, how exactly to pray to God. And that's where we can go to God's Word and pray God's Word. We can use the psalms, and we can pray over the psalms, and, and, and pray what King David or others have prayed, and pray through God's Word. Use God's word as prayer. So these are just a few quick examples of different psalms that you could find that might match up to how you're feeling, the circumstances that you find yourself in this year. And I assume that, that there's a psalm to match the season of life that you find yourself in this year. Whether it's 
sadness, happiness, or anywhere in between. And once you've found that psalm, I want to encourage you, pray it out loud to yourself. Pray it over yourself. Pray it as if you were talking directly to God. Then thirdly, this is step number three of the challenge. Take a sheet of paper and a pen and make a list of what you are thankful to God for. Even if it's just that you know He's promising to make things new again. Even if it's that simple. Even if it's been a rough year and you're going, I'm simply, my only thing that I'm thankful for is I'm thankful that I know, God, that the victory is ultimately yours and I know that there's a new season that's coming. I'm thankful for that. Even if that's all that I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for that. But I know for many of us, we could say we're thankful for more than that. But feel intimacy with the Lord so that you can be thankful. The deep, true kind of thankfulness. That's thanksgiving. That's what true thanksgiving is. It's being thankful for what God has done in our lives, for what He's doing in our lives today. So we'll review the, review the Turkey Day Challenge. First, spend some time Thursday morning Maybe Thursday doesn't work. Maybe Thursday is, is chaotic because you're traveling or whatever it may be. Pick a different day. But number one, spend some time with the Lord that morning reflecting on those questions. Where am I at in my relationship with the Lord? You know, do I feel close to the Lord? Do I feel far away from the Lord? What, what has He taught me this year? What, what have I learned this year? Where am I at with the Lord? Spend some time reflecting with the Lord that morning. Secondly, find a psalm that reflects that. Find a psalm that reflects the answer to those questions and pray over it. Pray it over your life. I'd encourage you, many of, our, many of the psalms are short. Memorize it. Write it down. Find a place to, to put it in front of you. Keep it in front of you in your life. The third thing Write down specific things that the psalm gave you to be thankful about God for. Write down specific things that you're thankful to God for. Then I want to encourage you to take it one step further. Take that list and share it with someone. Shoot a text to me. Shoot a text to your community group leader. Shoot a text to, to somebody that you're close with and say, this is what I'm thankful to God for this year. Share that list with somebody and say, this is what I'm thankful to God for this year. This is what God has taught me this year. This is what I've learned this year through the season that I'm in. Because you know what? This season has been difficult. It's been hard. Or it's been good. Or it's been middle of the road. Or whatever it's been. But I've learned a lot through it. God has taught me a lot through it. And I'm grateful for it, despite what it's been. I've learned and I'm, I'm grateful for it. Grateful for what God is doing in my life. So let's make Thanksgiving this year more than simply turkey, more than football, more than parades, more than shopping, more than just something we can jump over to get to Christmas. 
Let's make Thanksgiving something this year where we spend time focusing on God, where we spend time giving thanks to our Creator who is present and good to us in all seasons and all circumstances of our life, whether they're good, bad, or in between. Father, we thank you this morning again for who you are. God, we thank you that we can come to your word, Father, and that, God, as we reflect upon our relationship with you, and as we get honest and we just we sit there and we go, God, how are we in our relationship with you? Are we are we far from you? Are we are we close to you? Are we are we spending the time with you that we should, or are we just kind of so so? God, are, have, have we, are we learning from you like we feel like we should be? And, and then we, we reflect and, and we hear back and, and then we, we say, God, how does that line up with, with what your word says? God, speak to us through your word. God, help us to understand and, and, and see a psalm that lines up with that. God, and then as we, we read that, help us to understand how that psalm applies to us in our life. And help us to, to, to glean from that. Help the Holy Spirit to help us to understand that and, and to pull truth out of those, those psalms and how it applies to each of us in our life. And then help us, God, to understand how truly we can be grateful in each of our seasons of life for what you're doing. God, I know there are individuals in here this morning, God, who are walking through very difficult times in their life. And in difficult seasons, God, it can be very hard to be thankful and grateful. But Lord, we know that you can redeem all things for your glory and your honor. And so this morning, God, I pray that you would help us, to help those who are in difficult seasons, God, to see what it is that you're doing, God. To help them see how you can redeem and bring glory to you through those seasons, through those difficult times. How you're, how you're teaching them and how they're learning, God, and how, how people are coming to see you through those difficult times. God, I pray for those who may be in the middle of the road and just kind of having so-so years. God, I pray that they would continue, God, to just trust in you, God, and continue to, to grow in their faith with you. God, that you continue to encourage them and that they would continue, God, to just strive after you with everything that they have. God, and just trust and believe in the great things that you have in store for them. God, I pray for those who have had years of harvest, God, and years that have been fruitful and full of joy. God, I pray that, that out of the gratitude of their heart, God, I pray that you would, you would just continue, God, to, to hear from them in their thankfulness that they have. But God, I pray that you would continue, God, to pour out your blessing, not only upon them, but God, upon everyone. Lord, we just thank you this morning again for who you are. But God, I just pray this Thanksgiving season, God, that we would take moments to pause and reflect, God, upon who you are. God, and to truly remember to be thankful and grateful for all you've done in our lives. God, for you are, you are working and moving in, in amazing ways in each of our lives, God. Sometimes we don't always recognize it. We don't always see it because we can be... We can be overwhelmed by the circumstances that are, are taking place in front of us. But God, we know that you're working under the surface. 
And so, God, I pray that you would help us to see that and, and to continue to just trust and believe, God, in what you're doing. And so, Lord, Lord, be with us today as we go out. God, encourage us. God, give us strength and confidence and boldness, God, to just continue to be the light and to impact those around us. Lord, as we transition now into our pie auction, Lord, and into our time of fellowship and food, God, we pray you just bless that time. God, we pray that you just um, continue to help us and give us generous hearts as, as we uh, pour into our girls' ministry at this time. And so we pray for, God, just a wonderful time. Just thank you for that opportunity. Be with us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.